Hello, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds newsletter. This is number 51 and it's covering the WordPress news for the week commencing the 18th of February 2019. It was published on the 25th of February 2019. Just a few things before we begin, some links I'm going to show you. They're all on the wpbuilds.com website, so it's wpbuilds.com forward slash something. The first one is forward slash subscribe. We've got a form on there so that you can get on our newsletter and you can receive updates about this, the WordPress Weekly News and the podcast on a Thursday. We will also be doing exactly the same thing, notifying you if you sign up on Messenger or Slack. We put everything on our YouTube channel. So that's forward slash YouTube, absolutely everything. Every single piece of content that we do goes up on the YouTube channel. And we've got a Facebook group as well with about 1900 members and you can sign up on that page too. Also, if you want to, I think one of the best ways to consume this stuff is on a podcast player on your phone. And we've got links on there for Apple and the Android platform as well. Okay, great. Right, the next one is forward slash deals. We've got a whole bunch of deals on this page. If you go there, you'll be able to get 20% off, 25% off all sorts of plugins. There's things like Project Hoddle, Wallace Inline, Groundhog, if so, WP Ultimo, Beaver Team Pro, Main WP, Blog Vault, Malcare, Toolset. The list goes on. Basically, if you've got a need for a product, it's worth going to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals just to see if it's on there because it might well be. We've put out a new webinar this week. I did a webinar yesterday with Oliver Sild. The podcast was also with Oliver Sild. Uh, so you can go and check out that if you're into WebArcs. Um, WebArcs kindly offered us 50% off the first year of any plan. And it really looks like an amazing platform. Go check out the webinar, go check out the podcast and you can see for yourself. But 50% off is pretty cool for the first year. Okay, the next one is wpbuilds.com forward slash win. We've got a brand new competition up. It's from themify.me. We've got a whole bunch of licenses. You can check it out by going to forward slash win and you can win lifetime licenses and various other licenses as well. Usual stuff, go and fill in the form and, um, and share it all over the internet. That would be great. If you fancy joining us for a contribute episode, it's forward slash contribute. We've got, <clears throat> excuse me, nine up there so far. We had Bradley Kirby talking to us this week about um, his newly updated 2.0 Wallace in line for Beaver Builder. But if you've got something you would like to do uh, with me, I'll share the screen with you and we'll, we'll record it and put it online. That would be great. I'd really appreciate that. I love doing things with the people in our community. It really, really um, makes me very, very happy indeed. And the last one is forward slash advertise. If you would like to advertise on the WP Builds podcast, I'd be most appreciative. Banner ads and audio ads. The WP Builds newsletter is brought to you today by Kinsta. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH and 24-7 expert support. Migrate today for free at kinsta.com. And we thank Kinsta for their support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, let's get stuck into the news, shall we? The first thing I've got for you today is from the WP Tavern website. It's entitled WordPress 5.1 improves editor performance, encourages users to update outdated PHP versions. And that's about it, really. WordPress 5.1 Betty, as it's entitled, honoring American jazz singer Betty Carter. 
uh, has just been released and 35 million people are now using 5.0 so hopefully we'll have similar numbers going over to 5.1 the as i just said we've got a considerable improvement in the way that the gutenberg editor loads and we've also got this site health check uh, it's called the site health project which alerts people to the fact that they've got outdated versions of PHP and it won't allow them to install plugins which require versions of PHP higher than what they're using. We've also got a new table to store metadata associated with multi-site networks, updated cron API with new functions to assist with returning data, new filters for modifying cron storage, new JavaScript build processes, and a couple of other things. It was led by Matt Mullenweg and Gary Pendergast. So yeah, certainly go and update to version 5.1. Speaking of version 5.1, the next article I've got for you is also on the WP Tavern website and it's entitled Gutenberg 5.1 released all with all core widgets now ported to blocks. I suppose this is quite an important milestone. All the widgets that we used to have have now been imported into blocks. That was a major thing that was going to happen in phase two, so that can be ticked off. Also, if you use Gutenberg, you can now experience some little micro animations, uh, menus and things that you used to open that just sort of quickly opened. They now sort of slide in in this slightly elegant way. It all happens in the blink of an eye, but it, it's quite nice and it looks looks nice when you hover over things. And we have increased the performance when you have large pages made with Gutenberg. They have a very high benchmark for this. They're saying that the benchmark is set against an article of 36,000 words with a thousand blocks, which seems like a lot to me. But over time, the loading time has gone down. It's almost kind of almost halved. And the amount of time it takes to do the typing, the key press uh, responsiveness has gone down as well. So that's all good. And I think if you're using Gutenberg, you'll be very pleased to see these things. Okay, the next few articles that I've got for you are all under the banner of community. The first one is over at the WP Shout website and the article is entitled, Where is the WordPress community? And really, this is just a reminder for those people who have been in WordPress for a long time. And for those people who've been in WordPress for a short period of time, this might be useful to you. It just gives you pointers as to where you can find community events. WordPress, obviously, it's for computers. It's you know, we type and we install and we upload plugins, but there's a whole load of real human beings out there using WordPress all the time. And so it illustrates things like meetups, WordCamps, uh, WordPress conferences, and a whole bunch of online articles and communities, including Facebook groups and websites and Slack channels and all of that kind of stuff. So really, if you're new to WordPress and you're finding yourself in need of a bit of support and help, go and look at this article because it gives you some ideas. The next one is all about the community surrounding Yoast because as we reported a couple of weeks ago, the hashtag YoastCon was was used to, to highlight some things that Yoast himself had said in the past, which he regrets saying now. Um, and this article entitled Yoast CEO responds to YoastCon Twitter controversy calls for change in the SEO industry. It's basically saying, look, we realize this was wrong. Um, we wish that this hadn't have happened. Yoast has now himself left and he's working for WordPress itself. Um, but the article is is very nice because it, it, it defends itself in a really nice way. And it's basically trying to move things on saying, yes, we get this. 
We wish it hadn't have happened, but maybe there's some benefit coming out of this because we are now talking about this issue. Anyway, if that issue affected you or some of the comments that were made, annoyed you, then maybe this is worth going and having a look at because it, it's, it shows you where we're at at the moment with that particular controversy. Now, I didn't know about this, but the next one is all about the State of CSS 2019 survey. I didn't know, but there was a State of JavaScript survey that was carried out in 2018, and apparently over 20,000 people responded. So much so, in fact, that the suggestions from the community of how JavaScript should be made moving forwards were taken on board. It's kind of hard to believe in a way that things like JavaScript and CSS have people creating it, but of course they do. And we now have off the back of its success, a, a new idea, a survey for finding, finding the route, the way forward for CSS in the future. It's run on Typeform. Apparently the survey takes less than 10 minutes to fill out. Every single question is optional. So you, you can answer as little or as much as you like. But if you are using CSS, which I'm sure you are, and you feel that there are improvements to be made or things that could be updated, then maybe you need to get your get some skin in the game and go and fill out that survey. A couple of articles now under the security banner. WP Tavern again reports that Bootstrap patches XSS vulnerability in versions 4.3.1 and 3.4.1. I mean, Bootstrap, can you imagine the amount of websites on the planet that are using Bootstrap? Well, there's this XSS vulnerability. It was found by the Drupal project and... Basically, you you need to go and check out whether or not the plugins or the themes that you're you are using um, are using Bootstrap because this vulnerability, in theory, could uh, could cause problems for you down the road. The apparently 16% of the internet in one shape or form is using Bootstrap. But go and familiarize yourself with the article. There's not a lot to say really about what the attack can actually um, achieve, but it's all to do with pop-ups and the way that the JavaScript was implemented and you can sort of traverse the, the tree and so on and so forth. So go and check it out if you're in mind of using Bootstrap or have it on any of your sites. Okay, the next one is all about a WordPress 5.0 remote code execution. It's on the RIP, RIPS Tech, I'm going to say, or RIPS Tech. Yes, RIPS Tech website. And this is a path traversal and local file inclusion vulnerability. It's been in WordPress core for over six years. It has been patched but the problem is if you've got access to an author role you can then uh, basically execute any arbitrary PHP code that you like on the server therefore taking control of any of it. Um, this is a very very long detailed breakdown of how this works but um, hopefully WordPress will get itself patched. Some of it has already been patched and no doubt that's in the 5.1 release, but apparently there are aspects of it uh, which have not yet been patched. And as always, it's just good to be aware of what's going on and, and so on and so forth. So there you go. Right, I've got a whole load of plugin updates now. This is just a ton of plugins that have updated and some features that they've updated. You may not keep a, a abreast of all this and so here I am telling you about it. If you use the Breezy Page Builder plugin, they've now added gradients, hover effects on their containers. So basically you can have background get gradients on containers so it moves from one color to another. 
You can also have hover effects so that if you hover over a certain area, you could, for example, change the background image. And uh, that nice little, little incremental feature update for Breezy. This is about the fact that Elementor are saying on their site that they've now reached 2 million active installs. It was only seven months ago that they got to this milestone of 1 million. So to, to double that in just seven months is pretty incredible. This must make it one of the most popular plugins uh, in the whole WordPress ecosystem. There's no news about any updates. It's just the fact that it's growing and growing. Toolset, though, do have some updates, and on their website, they've now created a slider with thumbnails, and they've, they've created this module which makes it trivially easy to have sliders with thumbnails. I've had a little play with it, and it looks really nice, actually. Um, little thumbnails arranged at the bottom, and when you click on them, the slider panel that you need comes into view immediately, and they've made this trivially easy to do. So if you're a, if you're a Toolset user and you've been using their current iteration of their slider. This one adds thumbnails to the bottom and it looks really nice. Speaking of sliders, Smart Slider 3, which is a dedicated slider plugin, have updated. They've got this nice new reveal animation. Essentially, any area on the screen can now have a sort of sliding effect. It doesn't just go left and right. It goes up, down, sideways, twists, turns, and everything, and it's really nice. So if you're using Smart Slider 3, that's a nice little feature update there. Okay, WPMU Dev, their old plugin called Ultimate Branding has now been rebranded to Brander. That's a lot of words beginning with B. And they've put this out now. It's now live. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what's been improved apart from the fact that they've rebranded it, but they've got a new dashboard. And if you've been using Ultimate Branding to, let's say, change the login page or hide certain menus and things like that, then, then it's good to know that this is a brand new update with new features. WP Forms have got a very interesting update. I like this. It's called Introducing Conversational Forms. I didn't realize there was a word for this, but Conversational Forms is basically Typeform. If you've ever used the SAS app Typeform, it's these scrolling forms where you fill out one field and then it automatically takes you to the next field. And, and it just they just look beautiful. Well, WP Forms have added this as part of their core plugin. If essentially it looks exactly like type forms. Apparently there are gravity form add-ons which do this as well, but this is now baked completely into WP forms. And so I think this is worth mentioning. Very nice. I like the look of that a lot. Okay, the next one is entitled WP Builds. I'm going to alert you to three things or four things, three things that have happened on WP Builds this week. We've got two of them related to WebArcs. I told you that Oliver Sild was on the podcast. Well, that's one of them, the podcast episode. He was also on a webinar with me. And if you've got any inclination of getting a new security plugin or well it's not really a plugin it has a plugin but it's a it's a SaaS platform that plugs into WordPress go and check out the webinar because you see every menu and we discuss how every single thing works and he's offering 50% off with the with the code WP builds and the second of the three well actually it's the third of the three because the first two were about WebArcs is I did a I did a contribute episode with Bradley Kirby about Wallace Inline. So I mentioned that at the top, but I'm mentioning it again here. If you use Beaver Builder and you'd like to restrict the amount of things that your clients can edit, then Wallace Inline is, is suitable for that. Okay, these next four or five pieces are nothing to do with WordPress, but I found them interesting anyway. 
The first one is over oddly on the WP Tavern website, and it's all about the fact that Amazon is introducing this blog blueprint to deliver WordPress posts as audio on Alexa. The reason I say this isn't necessarily WordPress is because it's it could be done with anything. It does not have to be WordPress. Essentially, you've got these blueprints. They can be mapped to skills, and so you can get if you do a little bit of coding and fiddling and this article helps you through that, you can get your text that you typed into your post translated into speech and Alexa will read it out. I'm not sure exactly how many people are going to be making use of that feature or how you would even alert people to the fact that it's available on Alexa, but interesting and just demonstrating where the internet is going. You know, the internet is increasingly nothing to do with a screen on a computer. Okay, speaking of no screens, Google have got a whole load of products, things like Google Home, but they've also bought Nest. And one of the products that they've got is a Nest product. And apparently, since it was released in 2017, it's had a microphone in it. And there's been great controversy that none of the documentation has alluded to the fact that this microphone even exists. Google say it was an accident and it's never been switched on. It was put into the product if in the future they wish to make use and connect it so that um, your home alarm could become part of, let's say, the Google Home network. But still, people have been a bit outraged by the fact that it wasn't even in the manual. Nobody mentioned its existence, whether it was switched on or not. Seems a bit weird. Why didn't they just say, we've got a microphone in there, but it's not doing anything for now? Right, this next one, I find this utterly fascinating. It's on the URL instant.page. Now, hard to explain, but apparently Amazon has figured out that 100 milliseconds of latency for their company leads to 1% reduction in sales. And so they are constantly trying to up the rate at which they provide their pages. And one of the ways that you can do this is by reducing the amount of time it takes for a page to load. Duh, you know, strikes strikes me as obvious. But what they've decided to do, or what this web page has decided to do, is take the approach that if you hover over a link for 65 milliseconds or more, apparently there's a one in two chance that you're going to click it. Now, 65 milliseconds is a ridiculously short period of time, but if you include this tiny little one line code snippet in your web pages, it will start to preload pages where somebody hovers over the link for 65 milliseconds or more. So in other words, you're showing intent by hovering over the page for longer than would be normal. So it will start to load the page, thereby, hopefully, by the time they actually click it, they've reduced the amount of time that it takes to load it. Now, they've got a little button and you you go and hover over the button and click it and it tells you how long you've been hovering before you clicked it. And it's remarkable because really to get it under two or 300 milliseconds is now impossible. And by that time, the majority of your page might have been loaded. So just a really interesting little trick that you might want to look at deploying on your website. Fascinating. Right. Last week, I talked about scary AI and the fact that this AI bot had been invented by Elon Musk's company, which they're refusing to to, to tell anybody about how it works because it's so scary. 
Well, I pursued this a little bit more because it was really interesting. And this article, it's at openai.com, blog.openai.com. Just go and click the link. It goes on to show in great detail what sample data they put in. And it works like this. It goes out, the whole process is that the AI is trying to figure out what's the next best word to write given all the other words that we've already written. And so after it's been learning this over millions of blog articles and trying to learn how English is written, they're able to provide it with a random sentence and then it finishes the article for them. So this is ridiculous, but this is what was written. In a shocking finding, scientists discovered a herd of unicorns living in a remote, previously unexplored valley in the Andes Mountains. Even more surprising to the researchers was the fact that the unicorns spoke perfect English. So a human wrote that, fed it into the AI, and then the AI spat out a full-length article which you would never ever know that a human being didn't write. It's made up people. It's made up researchers. It's made up their quotes. It's incredible. Just from that tiny little bit of text, you know, it's the kind of thing that your your primary school children are taught at their school to write stories. Well, that's what this is doing. And it's utterly breathtaking. And I urge you to go and have a look. On the one hand, it's brilliant. On the other hand, I find it terrifying. There's more examples other than the unicorn story, but just quite like the unicorn one. And the last one is a website called This Person Does Not Exist. It's more AI. Just go to this link and refresh it. And you'll see lovely pictures of people, just their face. And you look at them and you think, yeah, okay, what about it? They look like real people. Well, none of them are real. They've been made up by a computer. And it just goes to show, you know, if if the AI was writing the article and making up people, why not include their photo? They are indistinguishable from real human beings. Scary times, boys and girls, scary times. Right. That's it. Thanks for listening to the news this week. The WP Builds News was brought to you today by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part, their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. You can migrate today for free at kinsta.com. We do thank Kinsta for their support of the WP Builds newsletter. Hopefully we'll see you on Thursday for the WP Builds podcast. If not, maybe we'll see you here next week on Monday for the next newsletter. Bye-bye for now.